to enjoy life. You have one chance and you have one heart. And if you carry all that hatred in your heart, you're preventing yourself that happiness that life is all about. You should just enjoy life, enjoy what life has to offer. And for me personally, there is nothing better in life than the laughter of a child, than to be able to pay it forward and help somebody in need, to watch them find that inner spirit and inner life again. Good morning and welcome to another podcast of A Contagious Smile. I have the very amazing Tess Scott here who has blessed us with her presence. She is the author of an upcoming book called Listen Sister, which is absolutely fabulous. And I can't wait for her to tell us and maybe a little snippet about it because it's not out just yet. Maybe she'll give us a little, little hint or so if we ask nicely. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Thanks for having me on. I'm so excited to do this. Absolutely. She has so much going on and it's hysterical. She has such a great personality and and her outlook is hysterical. And I didn't want to put all that in the promo or the introduction because it's, I I don't want to take anything away from you. I want it just to come out there in our interview (laughs) because she's great. And I just, you were, I love all of my guests, Tess. Let me say that, but you are one of the ones I have been waiting to get. Because you are just fabulous. I mean, the way that you talk about things that have happened in your life absolutely just resonate with me. So tell us a little snippet, maybe, please, about your book. Okay, so I'll tell you a little bit about me that kind of will lead into it. But so I'm a mom of eight boys. That's my freak freak show. Um, A wife, (laughs) a Grammy with a heart above the eye, you know, uh, a writer and an author. And my book is little stories of real, usually embarrassing um, things that have happened in life and, and what I kind of learned from them and a verse at the end. And I put that all together as encouragement for women, because my heart is really for women to encourage them that we're all in the same boat, you know? And I think that what has changed is back when I was a young mother, bazillion years ago, you know, and I, and I met with my girlfriends, like I talked to them on my rotary dial phone, you know, or I went to their house and I saw that their life was chaos. Like my life, like all our lives are chaos. I'd hear them on the phone. Their kids are at their, you know, mom, 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 you know? And so we, we all knew that all of our lives were imperfect, but now I think in this generation that are coming up now and raising kids, their lives, they see each other a lot on social, right? Yes. So, and I, if you see your friend in, on Instagram and you think that's her life, that beautiful house with the pumpkin on the porch and the beautiful wreath on the door. And you think, wow, that's her life. Like sister, that is not her life. If you open that front door and you walk into her living room, there's laundry on her couch, just like your house. Right? That's what that's life. That's real life. So don't have that expectation. I think we get caught up in the other people have this perfect life and my life isn't perfect. Yeah. You have Mount laundry. <laughs> laundry I love it right that's what my laundry room looks like sometimes so and I don't even have any I have one kid at home who's now um, 18 so you know we're almost at the end of it but it's been a long time a long time eight kids what are their age variances right now um 36 you do uh, not look old enough to have a 36 year old if you guys are not seeing the video this woman does not look old enough to have a 36 year old kid well, I was only seven when he was born. Okay. I was going to say, <laughs> water, whatever this is, you're doing. 
<laughs> no, great. you're my new friend. Um, so 30, so um, yeah, he'll be 37 this year. So he's 36 and then 32, um, two that are 32 because two different families, it's a blended family. Two that are 32, 31, 30, um, 28. And then um, my adopted son who is 23 and then my almost 19 year old. Yeah, it was, it was wild because we had five teenage boys in our house at once. And then the younger two that came along after that. So it was a freak show. And that's the name of the book is Listen, Sister, Finding Hope in the Freak Show of Life. I love that. I love yeah. that. So how yeah, many, we're all living it. How many grandkids do you have? Nine. What? You had so to overdo far. it, right? Have you one more than the other? <laughs> so far, so far, there's probably going to be more coming, you know, just nine right now, but yeah. you just light up when you talk about your grandkids. That's so oh, cool. Yeah. Well, grandkids are the best. Yeah. You get to love on them and send them home. <laughs> yep. So We're big have- game players at our house too. So it's nice. They're get, kind of getting older. The oldest grandkids are 12 and 13. And so they like playing board games too. And yeah, it's, it's really, really fun. Yeah. A good family night. So yes. Blended family, does that have anything to do with the fact you married your husband twice? Can we hear that little story? Yeah, so, well, the blended family part is, um, I got married the first time when I was 19, Mm -hmm. because when in 1985, when you got pregnant, you got married. That's just how things rolled back then. And that didn't last very long, sadly. Um, And then I was married again after that, which did not last. And, um, and then married a third time. So, you know, I've got a black sheet past of, of mistakes and cycles and bad choices and all of that. And then I thought, okay, I'm, I'm on a better role now, right? I started following um, Jesus and making good choices and everything was good. And then my husband came to me in 2012 and said, he didn't love me anymore. And he was out. And I was like, are you kidding me? Oh my word. Like now everything's going well. I thought everything's like tickety boo, man. We're on, we're on a roll and things are good. And so I was like face first in the green carpet of my bedroom, just begging God that he wouldn't leave. Right. I don't want to be a single mom again. There's some shame with that. And I just, I, I just did not want that to happen. And yet it did. And he left. And I tried to, um, a year later, tried to talk to him about, you know, um, maybe go to some counseling, get back together, work on it. And he was like, no, I'm good. I'm out. I'm not interested in that. So yeah. So time went on and three years later after that, um, we got back together and started like a relationship and we dated for a few months and then, uh, um, we got married again. So yeah, that's a freak show. <laughs> it's amazing. It's an amazing miracle. It really, really is. It really is a miracle. And I'm so thankful for it. I'm so, but during that time, like I can honestly say, although I never want it to happen again for me or anyone else, um, I learned a lot during that time and I grew a lot and I'm thankful for that time, you know? Yeah. You can reflect back, but you don't want to participate on it again. Right. Amen. Yeah. That's it. And you, my dear, are a survivor of breast cancer. Yeah. So we got married September 9th in 16. And then on September 30th, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And again, I was like, what? <laughs> How can this happen? Like, like thank you. And what? Um, so I thought this is the worst timing in the world. How could this happen right now? Like, I just got my husband back. I just, you know, and, but actually, 
So looking back again, because hindsight is 2020, right? Looking back, I can say it was actually the best timing. Follow me here because you had support. I had support. If, if Rick would have come back the year before and said, you know what I know, or wouldn't have come back until that time, let's say, and and said, you know what, you're sick. And I want to come back and look after you. I would have been like, "Uh uh-uh, that is not happening. I would not have trusted him, but he didn't know it was going to happen. I didn't know it was going to happen. It was just random. And um, so he got to look after me and to show me that he loved me and my kids could see like, wow, he's, he does love her. He's in this. Right. And I was really like, it's a vulnerable thing. And I lost my hair and I had a mastectomy and like, it was crappy, but he got to just prove in a way that he was in. And, and I like, it was hard. It was like the ups and downs, the emotional, the hormones, all of those things, the insecurity, you know, and I would often get stuck in, um, like you didn't know when you married me that you were going to have a wife with no boobs or a wife with no hair or, you know, all of this. And, and my husband said to me, I knew when I married you that I was going to be with you for the rest of our lives. And I knew one of us is going to eventually get sick. And the other one is going to take care of that person. That's what I'm in for. That's what I knew would happen. Right? Like he is a great guy. That is amazing. I'm just kudos to him for that one. It is. He is amazing. He is. I'm, I'm very, very thankful for him. Yeah. And now you're cancer free. Now I'm cancer free. Yep. And, um, I'm, I'm very thankful for, for, for that experience. Like I said, I don't, do I want to do it again? Uh, uh-uh. but I'm thankful for it because of everything I learned through it and how I grew through it and just watching the miracle of everything happening. Right. Well, yeah. congratulations on that. Thank you. Um, so I heard you had some issues with your bathroom renovations too, that are quite funny. Oh no, just, <laughs> I don't know about that, but just having bathroom renovations are, I mean, I think just living this life is just always a freak show, whatever it <laughs> is, right? Like just raising kids and, and, and having a house full. And I mean, there's always something and we have so much fun in our marriage. Like we, like we really do. He is a riot. And he just, he just makes me laugh. And so what I'll tell you a short little story. One thing that happened, um, he came up one day and like, I don't know if you've noticed, but men are not like women at all. It's so weird. And he said that he was looking for um, a sleeping bag. And I knew the sleeping bag was down in this cold storage room. Do you have a cold, do you know what a cold storage room is? It's like, yeah. So, so it's, there's no windows or anything and it's cold in there and it's in the part of back part of the laundry room. So he went down, came back up and said it wasn't there. Well, you know what? I know it is there. And I know you're a man and you just can't find it because I don't know, testosterone makes you blind or something. Right? So I start walking towards the stairway to go downstairs. And he's like, do not. And I'm like, what? And he goes, I know you're going to look, don't look. It's not there. So I'm like, okay, so, <laughs> yeah, I'll just, I'll just wait. And so he goes, do not go down there. So I'm like, Okay, right. And so I did. So anyway, I, I went and sat at the table or something and I waited. And a few minutes later, he goes down because he's going to have a shower and get ready for work. Like I know his routine. And before he goes down to have a shower, he comes, he, you know, gives me a little peck on the cheek or something. And he says, do not look. And I said, I won't. And I didn't for like 30 seconds. So I heard him go downstairs. 
and I heard him go in the bathroom and then I heard the water. Like I didn't have to wait for him to look in the mirror or anything. Cause he's a guy. So I hear right. the water running. Yeah. And I waited, you know, a minute or two. And then I like, I tiptoe down the stairs and like, I'm so scared that he's going to come out of the bathroom because he's going to like, you know, like it's all fun. It's not like, you know, he's not bad, but it's just a joke. So I hear the water and I hear him in the bathroom. And so I'm tiptoeing down. I have to, so the bottom of the stairs is the washroom on the right. And then the laundry room on the left. So I like tiptoe down and I'm just like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. But I can still hear the water running, you know? So I'm like, I'm back into the laundry room and I'm looking at, and I'm looking at the bathroom door. I'm watching it as I'm backing up, backing up, backing up down the laundry room. And then I open, so I, I grab the door of the um, handle and I'm waiting for the door to open in the in the bathroom, right? And I grab the handle of the cold storage room and I open it and he's standing there and he goes, hey, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> Oh my goodness, I peed my pants. He scared me so much. Oh, I laughed so hard. It was like, because he's like, I know you. I knew that you were going to come downstairs and look, you know, and right over his shoulder, and right over his shoulder on the shelf. Guess what I saw? The. That's right. It was there. It was there the whole time. So we just have so much fun. And it's just dumb things like that. It's just yeah. like, yeah, I knew you. I knew you couldn't wait. I knew you were going to go and look. Like, yeah, well, I knew it was there. So. 30 seconds. <laughs> That's right. I knew it was there. But there's always like, there's so many fun, just fun things that we get that we do together. Now, prior to us going on um, our podcast today, we learned that we have an amazing connection about our smile. Would you mind sharing that? Oh, okay. So I felt um, a year ago, a little bit more than a year ago, I knew that God wanted me to write and like share my stories of my life to encourage women that, you know, their life is a freak show. My life's a freak show. We're all going to get through this together, but I really didn't want to. And I'm going to tell you why, because it's very vulnerable to share your story. Yes, it is. And you know that. You know that. It took me 10 years to publish mine. You do know that. And I, sh- I share my story with humor. And that's the way that I can get, get through sharing like the really, the honest, hard parts. Um, but I didn't want to at first. And so I kind of dragged my heels and dragged my heels. And um, so one day I got up for work. I was working at a college at admin and I had to be there early to open the doors and all this. And uh, I went to put on my makeup and cause like, you know, I'm obviously a big makeup girl. I'm not. And uh, I put, put on my makeup and do my hair and stuff. And she need makeup. Noticed, she looks 21. <laughs> yeah, right. My best friend. And, um, and my smile was crooked and I thought that looks weird, more weird than normal. So, you know, I kept looking at it and then doing stuff, looking at it and then, but I had to go to work because, you know, it's all, I'm so important. So <laughs> I went to work and uh, I kept looking at my phone, like do look a sh- selfie and like try to smile and my smile wouldn't go up and it's all crooked. And my boss came in and he's like, what's wrong with your face? Not a good thing to say to a girl. Say, that's said, not you, smart. That's not smart. And uh, he said, you need to go to emerge right now to the hospital. So I did. I left and, and, and also my eyes were blurry too. So that was probably a bad sign too. So I went to emerge and found out that um, I should have gone earlier is what they say. Like, if you think you're having a stroke, please go right away. Um, So, but in, you know, it wasn't a stroke. It was, it's called a TIA, like a little warning stroke with no long-term effects, but there was a bunch of tests and I was in the hospital for three days. 
And when I came out or at the end of it, my husband said, like I said to him, wow, it was a false alarm. And my husband said, but what if it's not? What if it's a real alarm? You know, what if this is God saying to you, you only have so many days in this world. We all only have so many days. None of us are going to get out of this alive, you know, and how are you spending those days? I think you need to think about quitting work, writing the book, talking to the women and doing all that. So yeah, that's how, that's how I got here, sister. I love that. I, yeah. I love it. Except for the DIA part, of course. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> the fact that your husband is so supportive is, is yeah. so great. Mine is that way too, finally now. Um, yeah. The last one wasn't so great. But this one is, is actually dated him 20 years ago and he broke my heart. And then we got back together and now he's adopted my daughter, which is great. Yay! I know, right? And we do the yeah. drinks and stuff on each other all the time. So I totally get it. Yeah. yeah. Here is a question. How do you believe that women today differ from 25 years ago? That women in general today? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, I think we're the same women, but I think like the piece that I talked about, about the social media, you know, like how we see ourselves. I think there's a lot of comparison and a lot of the illusion that other people's lives are perfect or that ours should be perfect. Right. No, I I say to young moms, if you have young kids, it's okay if your house looks like you have young kids because you do, you know, and raising kids is a very important thing. Like that's, that's really more important than having dust on your, not having dust on your furniture. Like who cares? Honestly, who cares? I don't care. You know, that's, that's the more important things. And I think, I think there's the the illusion that we need to do more, always do more, like always do more, like work more, exercise more, like all these things. And and it's a cycle that, that people get caught up in. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if you were to give advice to my listeners who have been going through either a challenging time um, and they're on their path of journey whether it's in the special needs community or the abuse community, what Mm -hmm. advice would you give them? I would say like some, when I had days that were really crummy and, you know, you get, you can get really down, like cycle down. And one of the really important things that I learned to do was to be grateful, like to be thankful. So I started writing every day, three things, that I'm thankful for. Sometimes it's something like the smell of grass that someone mowed, right? Fresh mowed grass or sunshine coming in the windows or cheesecake. Cheesecake's a big one over and over and over in my book. It says cheesecake. The golden girls. I love cheesecake. All the girls. Ramoli with your friends, a glass of wine, whatever. Like we can all think of three things that we're thankful for and, um, and just changes your mindset. Yes. Right. Every day. And, and that's, that's really important. I think, um, that's probably the most important thing that I learned. One of the things I tell all of them, including the kids that I am so honored to work with is that when they're at their hardest days, like they're about to go into major surgery and come out with something yeah. life changing. I tell them, I said, I want you to remember one thing you have survived a hundred percent of your hardest days, Let yeah. that resonate in your mind. And you'll be like, peace cake. I got this, you know, I got yeah. it. And that is, yeah. that is a very powerful thought to know that you've done that. I love the whole idea of writing down three things because you could just write it down anywhere. Nobody else has to see it. And it oh. just kind of gives that, you know, and people today take the little things for granted and they mean so much. They mean yeah. so very much. 
Yeah. And that's a thousand things in a year. Yeah. Wow. Look at that. So tell everybody how they can find you. Okay. So, um, you can find me on my website, tessscott.com. Three S's in the middle there, tessscott.com. Um, you can find me there. You can find me on social media, Facebook, uh, Instagram as Listen Sister Encouragement. And also there's links from my website to there. You can find my book, Everywhere Books Are Sold, ebook or paperback version, which is um, launching June 14th. The book Just is called days Listen. from now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Soon. So soon. So exciting. Ah, um, and it's called Listen Sister, Finding Hope in the Freak Show of Life. I would like to offer for you to join our special needs group for a contagious uh, smile. It's a support group, so people can also reach there as well for you if yeah. you join us. That'd be great. And, um, if you have a final thought to give anyone. Yeah, just like smiles are so important. I'm so, I'm so impressed that you're doing this, that you're encouraging so many people. And I mean, just your smile is encouraging people. Yeah. Thank you so much. Tess, thank you for being with us today. Everybody needs to laugh. This is great. I tell them all the time, even if you're having a hard day, put in your earphones, iPods, hearing aids like mine, put on one of these podcasts and just laugh, let it wash off, you know? So thank you for giving us that today so much. I really appreciate you being with us. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely.